0: Talked about it, I think it was in the previous episode. It might have been the one before it, but uh Johann Johan Johansen. Johan Johansson, Johann. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Out of Blade Runner. Big news this week.
1: Saw that. It's uh what happened? Who is it?
0: Fucking Hans. Yeah. Hans Zimmer. Yeah.
2: So how are they doing it this late? Isn't it
0: coming out like that's what, what everyone week? wants to know. Yeah. He, yeah. Got Zimmer'd. he got Zimmered. he <laughs> got Zimmer. Yeah, Zimmer's gonna crank it out overnight, I guess. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, originally Zimmer wasn't uh, involved, but he was, like, second name, mm-hmm. you know, and some other guy who I'm not familiar with. So he's been the alternate all along? I mean, is that how this works? Well, no, he he wasn't, like, the alternate. He was just, like, assisting. Gotcha. You okay. know, what I mean, kind of, I guess kind of like the Tron soundtrack. Like, that was primarily Daft Punk, assisted by... The Zimmerman. Yeah. He added some some symphonic strings behind the the Daft Punk stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he was doing something like that. But, yeah, now it's all him.
2: Wasn't the big reveal after uh, The Dark Knight that he just uses Zebra? Like,
0: he has all that crazy-ass gear, and he basically just uses Zebra. He used Zebra a lot. Like, he revealed it in one of those videos. But he also uses some real uh, string player. Oh, okay. Because they showed him in some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, like going to town on strings. So... Mm -hmm he himself like he's playing no this this dude that he like works with Mm -hmm. he was doing all the crazy string stuff and then i guess hans was just kind of using that along Mm -hmm. with some stuff in zebra but it's it's that weird thing like the picture of the studio and that studio is just like Mm -hmm. insane
2: like it just it looks like a fake painting yeah of like it's like this like perfectly ideal victorian studio and it's like and it's just him squatting over a computer using zebra
0: yeah, you want to see him use the fucking wall of modulars? Yes, exactly. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with Hans, but I, I do have a problem with the fact that it's going to be last minute now and rushed. Remember that first time he did that soundtrack, <clears throat> and then he did the same thing for everyone after.
2: Yes, I feel like there's just like it just sounds. It's going to sound like, like The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't or think Inception. there's a of, yeah. <laughs> there's
2: just not a lot of variety in what he does. But I'm just a little disappointed. This is now going to sound like every other movie. Yeah. A, Made a, over a last string. 10 years. Yeah. A string sound in the Epix background.
0: Well, like Yeah, epic swell <laughs> Or the sound of a ticking clock. <laughs> it's an anxious moment. It's tense. You can hear a clock ticking for the last 10 minutes in the background of the soundtrack. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Time is important. <laughs> I did it again in Dunkirk. Yeah. 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 Like halfway through the movie. Right? I, it might have been like through the whole movie. I don't know because my brain just started to like block it out. But there's like that constant ticking in the sound. Yeah. It sounds like a stopwatch. Yeah. And a constant single string note going in the background yeah you know, yeah for for tension you know and it's yeah. like I, I get it it's it's a tense moment yeah right. and it's, it's building yeah
1: he should have to only use a cs80 to do whatever he does <laughs> or a deckard stream or a cs80 yeah. the deckard stream it.
0: seems really appropriate
1: yeah, yeah that would be that was it knobcon, awesome. wasn't yeah no. we didn't play it i don't know why i was just like yeah i don't, I don't even want to like it it scares me you know <laughs> But it's a kit. You can uh, yeah. build it as a kit too, and it's for everything but the enclosure. I saw it's like three hundred fifty bucks. All the sliders, just well, you still got a, the enclosures. like no joke. But yeah, you yeah. can buy that from some other company, and then it's like eleven hundred bucks built, which is like a thirtieth of the price of what a CS eighty would be. I think yeah. they're like thirty grand or something. Yeah, well, I mean when they pop up, yeah, when you can get one, yeah. that would work maybe.
2: I ended up playing with pretty much everything I walked past except for the World of Romplers. Um, yeah. Uh, and that was one I did the same thing I'm like yeah, that's cool yeah I'm fine with not
0: falling in love with it I feel like the only thing I'd want to do with the CS80 is just make the Blade Runner just, sound <laughs> no, <strange. yeah. laughs> just and it's that's kind of what they were doing in the trailer already you know what I mean oh, I'm really. pretty sure that was Johan's work you know what I mean because it sounded very much like the Evangelist score but it was mm-hmm. like you know Definitely. tweaked and I'm like okay if this is how the soundtrack is going to be for the movie I'm totally fucking into that but then I don't know if it's going to it's just gonna be all strings now, like you're saying. Yeah. It swells, like I, I don't know, like why did they get rid of Johan? You know what I mean? Like in, good question. His people released no info. Said they can't due to NDAs. Mm. So it's like, what the fuck happened?
2: I mean, I've I've not heard of that guy's like an asshole. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't follow him closely, but like it's not like he's a notorious notoriously hard person to work with or anything.
0: Dude, it seemed like everyone was excited that he was involved, yeah. like because yeah. I, I feel like every fan of Blade Runner had that concern initially like okay all movie concerns aside how's the sound going to be you know what i mean right. like what's the soundtrack going to be like and when they announced him and then the trailer came out and it sounded excellent it was like okay oh. i can roll with this and now he's just like last minute kicked out so. We a like we did the knobcon hype now what about the follow-up criticisms i'd like to uh, i'd like to give a little uh i don't want to say shout out because that's what
2: like people at work say now so that means it's over mm. um it's what's what's it uh, accolades let's just let's go with the classics Props, a big not
1: kudos i fucking hate no, not kudos. fuck kudos yeah
2: wasn't that a candy bar yeah. yeah it was a candy bar they for a while shitty. um Big ups. Uh, big ups. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, let's go big ups. Props. <laughs> Props. Props or big ups. You, listeners, you choose. Uh, SynthCube. They ran the uh, Ornament and Crime mm. build workshop. Uh, and the dude Raph uh, ran it. Fucking astounding. I cannot recommend anyone who's interested in like doing DIY, DIY stuff. Basically all skill levels. Had a lot of SMT parts. Showed everyone how to do it. People obviously had in the group had, like maybe not necessarily done like a lot of stuff or any at all I now have a working ornament and crime it was overall a positive experience except for um this is not their fault uh one of the people in the group was a colossal asshole. oh yeah
1: that fucking dude
2: so it's sort of at the beginning and it's the the bottom floor of knobcon like the mm-hmm. that hotel and they had moved the bug out room to right beside it which made perfect sense because yeah. it was like you know it's out of the way they go they could go oh shit Exactly. So they're uh, they're sound checking. It was like early in the morning on Sunday. And they're sound checking because they were going to start at 1. And uh, you could hear it. It wasn't outrageously loud. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, you can hear something's going on. But like you could still hear people talking in this room. This dude beside me is like getting agitated. And like every time the sound would come on, he would oh, oh, what is this? What is this? And the whole time I'm thinking, you're at a fucking synthesizer convention. Like you're going to hear sounds. Yeah. No one promised perfect peace and quiet for you <clears throat> you came to the wrong fucking place if, if you go up to the main room it's just buzzing and weird sounds and commotion it's going back and forth for about a half an hour like he's not really working on it because every time like the sound would come on like he'd put everything down and go like exasperated like oh, oh i can't i can't work in these conditions like he's serious? a fucking yeah. pro golfer <laughs> <laughs> so he like so at one point he stands up and just storms out and like Like you know, that's sort of like three, two, one. The sound in the next room goes out. I'm like, are you fucking? Did he seriously? And sure enough, comes back in, proud as a fucking peacock, like his chest all puffed up. He's like, I won't, I will not be made a fool of, and sits back down, just so fucking proud of himself. Like he showed those kids.
0: So.
2: Thankfully, a little. I would while-
0: have made it louder, dude. i have been like, oh, yeah. the "Fuck it's out of here?
2: So I had to leave early. It was supposed to be uh, ten to noon, and then there was gonna be a break, and then from one to two would be the, the second half. Uh-huh. Um, but Eric, the dude who ran the bug out room, super cool guy, mm-hmm. um, asked me and Nick uh, if we wanted to play in the bug out room at one. I said, like, "Cool." I wasn't really, want- I didn't really want to stay for the workshop the whole time. Um, I was like, "Cool." So like, uh, I went back, got my stuff, pack up, and I go over to the bug out room. About one o'clock starts. Uh, and a little bit after that, we start yeah. playing, and, the, and the, even if we start playing, I'm like, "Oh shit, that workshop just started up." <laughs> I bet that dude's just sitting over there. I'm like, "Peacock's
0: yeah, it, gonna come yell at me."
2: About how long into us playing did he like show 15 up? Minutes, about 15 minutes. About 15 minutes into it, yeah. and I look over, and it's him. His fucking chest is all puffed up. <laughs> just walks over, like right in front of everything, like like right to where like where we we're playing. Did you Did you hear what he actually said? Uh-uh. I, I mean, I know he was yelling because he just had the look of like. Just an, like an angry old dude yelling at people to get off his
1: lawn. All I heard was Mike, the guy that we were playing with, um, at one point looks over, he's like, oh, that dude wants us to turn it down. And so I started to turn it up because <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> and start started to stare at him while we turned the bass up more. And it's like more and more sound. <laughs> and of course, he wouldn't like look over. And I just wanted him to because it was early and I was fucking ornery at the time. Because I was like, this dude's like, you're at a synth convention, dude. This is like the room that has big speakers that's dedicated to making sound like yeah put some fucking headphones on man yeah. do something yeah. like you're the only fucking yeah. person complaining of this whole <laughs> thing maybe whole
0: fucking hotel you got one <laughs> <Yeah>. jag off <laughs> thinks he speaks for everyone it's just like i couldn't possibly be the only one that has a problem with this no but he did leave and we didn't turn down
1: no no we didn't turn down turn down for what
2: so yeah. That was that was the only about that was the only downside of that entire workshop. Um which again, not SynthCube's fault.
0: It always takes yeah. there's always gotta be one, you know.
1: What were other highlights? Um I'm trying to think. Oh, the noise engineering booth. Oh yeah. The the man of Ceteritas, which yeah. was as they self described it, nine inch nails in a module. Um which sound, sounded pretty good. A nastier yeah. basimilis. It's like all sawtooth, wave based, it had a few different modes, like a little filter onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Seemed more like kind of a mini synth voice, yeah, cool. Kind of like Bassimus, but had the, I think it had a low pass filter on it or some shit too. It sounded good.
2: Uh, all the the rest of the Roland boutique synths were there, yeah. and we got to play with those. And
1: mm. yeah, the D 5 was the big surprise at that point because they debuted the D fifty clone, yeah. which is mm. just like you know, as in. 80s synth yeah the, D- like the d50 the yeah. la synthesis or whatever it yeah. sounded like it can be very fucking cheesy keyboard yeah. sounds or like swirly pad stuff
2: What's one with the gimmicky little joystick yeah.
1: yeah yeah it did seem like the they had the studio studio electronics one which sounded yeah. really good yeah. but the knobs on it were like fucking garbage like really? really felt yeah like super flimsy and small the 101 sounded that was the like definitely the best built um, it's a little cramped, um,
0: but it sounded really good.
2: I got to say, though, going back to the SE02, I had all the demos online just made it seem like real like bread and butter, like not that exciting. What is
0: the SE02 supposed to be?
1: It's um, it's um, Studio Electronics was like, here is the circuit. It's kind of a Mini Moog clone. That's that they've what I already thought. Because okay, it looked like, like one. Here you all go. Right. Put it in your box, Roland. Okay. They did all the circuitry and were like, convert this design over to service. Why file. is Roland making a...
0: Moog clone,
1: though. Good question. I, That's I mean, it sounded from studio.
0: Like, 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 what a weird.
1: It's a strange collab. Yeah. You know? Like. I but the know. sound,
2: it sounded way better than that. I mean, definitely not up my alley. Like, I'm not tempted I've to get it. I a couple demos of it. It did sound mm. nice, but again, yeah. I'm not into Moog sounds. But based on the the videos I saw, which made it just sound incredibly boring, playing with it live, it had a lot more teeth and. It, uh, I thought it was going to. It has
1: cross mod too between yeah. the oscillators, which I don't mm. think you can do on a Moog. I'm not really familiar with Moogs either. i, don't, mm. I never really had one or used one much.
2: I think it deserved sort of mention just in the, the fact that it was surprisingly sounding better than it yeah, was. it's cheap mm-hmm. as fuck, right? Like yeah. Compared to yeah. any other yeah. Moog clone. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah. Way cheap. And so, they're good circuit designs. So they'll sell seen.
0: millions of these things.
2: I would think so. I, I don't know because it's not, it's the least sexy of the ones that they put mm-hmm. out. Like it's just mm. a very. But it's the, Moog everyone likes that but the demos are really bland yeah they're not doing themselves any favor with these demos they have put out
1: but even the D50 it's like the same shitty kind of button editing of the old one like they didn't really make it any better which I guess if you want that sound it's like I saw people on muffler that were like, Oh, this is the one I've been waiting for yeah. or something, which is like, well, I don't understand you at all, but <laughs> that's cool. If you want that Lego, Welt made the demo, like, uh, they got him to make a video of it. Mm-hmm. And cause he likes that and he can probably patch it really well and yeah. make that electro kind of stuff like old school eighties throwback stuff. Yeah. So I could see it in that light, but that's not, I don't think what any of us are going for. Yeah. yeah they had one SHO one. Cause I went to the Roland guy who, uh, it was cool to talk to him. I talked to the guy who led the team, who leads the team that makes the boutiques, like mm-hmm. super polite Japanese dude it was awesome to talk to. And he's like, No, we don't have any here. There's one over at Synth City, which is like what Fox used company is called now. Okay. Same people basically. And they were like, Yeah, we had one and it was gone in four minutes or something, <laughs> five minutes, it's like okay. sold and bought. Like, ah. Okay. Damn. Because I think the way they said it was like, oh, we were leaving to pack up for this, and there was a rolling box in the hallway. Mm. And we are like, oh, what's this? And they just pulled, like, an 808 and an SH-1 out and left
0: and kind of brought it to KnobCon. So, I'm yeah. honestly surprised that they didn't make this a 202. Yeah. You know? Because seemed... they're going with small form factor. The 202 was already a small form factor 101 without keys. Yeah. So, like, why not just reproduce... The 202. That's I, a good I don't question. Know. Yeah. Uh, maybe the 101 is a little bit more notorious. Yeah. The, yeah. That's a, people know what that is, even yeah. if you're not a synth nerd. True. That is true, dude, because even a few years ago, you could get a 202 on eBay cheap as fuck, because <laughs> yeah. nobody knew what the fuck it yeah. was. Like, it, until yeah. I think, like, Apex Twin mentioned, like, that he loves his 202, and then all of a sudden everyone's was like, oh, shit, that's just, like, a small 101. It's like, yeah, yeah no yeah. shit. And Boy to Canada. It, and like, yeah. Because you know. like, I remember when I. When my 101 shit itself, I was like, well, maybe I'll just get a 202. Mm -hmm. And I I should have fucking jumped on it, dude. Because Mm -hmm. they were so cheap on eBay at that time. And that was like, what, four years ago, five years ago? I know you were digging some visual stuff. The other thing was the, the erogenous
2: tones, structure module. Yeah. It's fucking mind-blowing. The hell's that?
1: You could load like 3D models onto it that you or... could project with the module. You could control them with CV or audio and you could load like custom shader code for the 3D models and um that's like the shaders that would apply to those meshes or whatever yeah. objects you're loading in there. And it had a little PlayStation controller um, joystick on it, and you could map anything to that. Yeah. And it would record the movements of the joystick. And it was he had like a simple feedback patch and then was playing back some stuff. and it was like some of the best video shit yeah. that either of us were we were just standing there like jaws and like, it's what just. The fuck? and
2: it's just one module. This could be the first and potentially
0: only thing you needed to hook video stuff up to your modular rack. Name. The main mecca. Yeah. yeah. So oh, right. That, would, that sounds like something that would be a good partner with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. Mm-hmm. Get like a two-channel video mixer and mix between the two type of thing. We didn't get an ETA or release
2: date from it, but mm-hmm. um, it was not crude. I think it, it might be pretty soon. We cool. both saw it and were like,
1: oh, man, Nate Cake would like shit his pants over this, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like load in these models and twist them. Like it seemed like... Uh, like he would go nuts on it just based on the stuff that he makes cool um, seemed like all the video stuff was next level and even the saturday night stuff where they had oh, people yeah. playing music uh, the best part by far was the video synth stuff that was mm. going along with it dude had an lcx system and then it had like multiple feedback yeah. loops going with different monitors and shit and it was awesome nice like it was really yeah. good it yeah. was also the uh, the paul schreiber experience yeah yeah um knobcon annual festivity of talking to paul about whatever he's cooking up the 352 and the e370 which are his new oscillators the 352 is pretty much the king of wavetable oscillators right now as far as like single voice wavetable with a bunch of it's an extension of his 350 morphing terrarium and the cloud generator uh, which was the 340 so it's both of those plus a bunch of stuff two op fm application to load your own wavetables via sd card um and the editor it's unreal editor yeah yeah it's 16-bit stuff instead of 8-bit now like the old stuff was and just amazing and then the 370 which is the four voice version of that which it's more limited from control standpoint you only get two controls for each voice but you can assign them to a bunch of stuff and that does through zero fm and uh, a sampler which just got leaked even more when somebody on so it's not a secret anymore yeah not really okay he had it on there so it can be a sampler in each one of those four channels on the big one um uh, the guy that made that vcv that open source modular synth um <clears throat> program made the editor yep. it was mind-blowing shit yep. sounds amazing i love it
0: you have one i have one yep we both had them since knobcon i squeezed mine in uh two nights before i had that show it was not hard for me to figure out a way to use it live. I was nervous about slapping something into my rig so last minute. You know what I mean? Because there's definitely things I don't know about that module yet. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck something up. But it's uh, not surprising though because even when you took yours back to the hotel room after you picked it up, within minutes
2: you are making shit. Like there's a lot of deep stuff in it. Yeah. But you were minutes away from just making awesome sounds.
1: Yeah, it's so straightforward. And he's got like a little manual in there. There's an about screen if you're mm-hmm. confused about mm-hmm. the controls. Like he really thought like all right let's just make this so you can pick this thing up and yeah. use it in a few minutes for as deep as it is like he kicked kicked ass on that
0: one yeah the screen's actually it it serves a purpose other than eye candy yeah, it's, yeah. It's very useful to the interface and to just like figuring shit out you know totally like i spent an hour with it and i felt like i wrapped my head around every yeah. option mm-hmm. within in you know within it i was even changing the colors of shit on it already and you know what oh, i mean nice. it's like yeah i was like this thing's sweet it made me want the 370. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm like, this is one voice, you know, and it's that powerful yeah. and it has that much potential. Like, I can't imagine a module that has four of those embedded in it with more options. Yeah. Like, there is nice. one bummer about the 370. What's that? It's crazy fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah
1: especially now after the promo is yeah. over, it's like $400 more or like four- 1400 I think it was going to be. Yeah. And he had it there for like 950 or something like that. It's not cheap, but it's like you get a ton of stuff.
0: I mean, that could be your oscillator. I was just gonna say it's one of yeah. those modules yeah. where like you wouldn't need another fucking <laughs> yes. oscillator. Like I think a lot of people build systems around like a voice, and I feel like this is the first one that would satisfy me. I mean, just with the 352 alone, I'm having a blast with it, and I can easily see having another one paired with it. It's the only oscillator in my live rig right now. As soon as I got it, I kind of redid the I rig so. and then I redid want it mine. again. Or no, it's I have the only the, one I need. Right I have now. the syncuter in there also, but mm. gotcha. That's just for like some extra help. But yeah, it's, it's it was my main oscillator driving the show. Wow.
1: And it FM's really well too. You can really nail it with really high frequency FM, and it doesn't uh, break up like some digital modules will. It's really really clean. I think it's all. 2496 internally, or something like that. Yeah, it sounds high quality as fuck. Yeah, it really does. Very,
0: I mean, in all honesty, Paul's kicking ass right Mm -hmm. now. You can
1: tell, I mean, that is why Braids was discontinued, is that module right there. Yeah, period. He even came out and put his post on there, which was kind of sad, Olivier. And it's like, uh, there are people out there doing it better. And I didn't realize that, um, braids is like very close to the price of that actually it's not yeah. far yeah. Braids i forgot was 399 much. yeah mm-hmm. and that's 450 or 469 now which yeah. so that's like no brainer you're gonna get the 352 if you you know yeah no question
0: i agree so i literally pulled my braids out of my live rig the night that i got <laughs> that and i was like this this thing's going in yep i rearranged it to fit it because it's obviously bigger than a braids but
1: but yeah, it's, it's laid out really nicely it's not cramped um it's really nice to use live. It's got CV attenuators on all the inputs, which the 350 and 340 never had, which people would complain about all the time. And he was always like, I mm-hmm. oh, just use attenuators. So he even did listen to people. His first designs didn't have those in, mm-hmm. and he put them in, which is pretty cool.
0: I saw that you could pick any wave, you know, mm-hmm. j- you know, standard wave shape. And I'm like, cool. And then got into, like, all the the morph. crazy, shape. yeah, the morphing wave shape. And I was like, this is amazing. Uh-huh. Like, this is... This is next level shit.
1: That into the Rainmaker, and
0: oh, it's just mm. that's some lovely shit. I haven't even fucked with like the FM or anything. I again. haven't like too I, much either. It'd be really hard mm. to get something better than that. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard. One to top. Yeah, he just raised I mean, the unless bar. he does it. Yeah, unless yeah. he raises his own bar. Three fifty
2: three is gonna be pretty
1: good. <laughs> that was his other thing. He's making another. Um, bigger module and he's like it's going to be a conglomeration of stuff i've already made that was what the fuck he's gonna make another big one and he's also going to make the cs80 filter which he had in motm format forever Mm -hmm. and there's a euro one coming out that's like that kind of size i think no screen but just a lot of controls and i think that's like i don't know i don't know about the cs80 filter i don't know much about it Mm -hmm. but it has those capabilities whatever they are
0: I'm not super familiar yeah me neither another big props for offering the panel in black yeah yeah, yeah. and now he's like oh it'll always that, be dude.
1: available in black
0: that is yeah that
1: is awesome yeah it's so nice especially with the screen with black yeah the back that's a nice now. contrast yeah it's super pleasing and the editor is fucking amazing yeah. you can make the stuff you can do with waveforms in there you can't do with most other programs, I haven't fucked with the editor yet. You can do like wave folding of any of the waveforms you put in there, just select by frequency band, and like you can map like st- a straight up sample in one of the banks, and it'll just like traverse yeah. it and play it like a sample back.
0: It's pretty sweet what kind of control do you have over the sample Is it, are we talking like you can do granular stuff with it or i think
1: well you can do it's just
0: playing a straight wave file and you can pitch it or it's
1: just anything you can do with any of the morphing roms i think it just kind of treats huh. it as one of those and you just do it so it scans it like can you make a cloud out of a sample i th-
0: I, th- I don't know <laughs> you i, know, I think like so this, i don't this, see why you this, couldn't this just raises questions mm-hmm.
1: there's a lot to i'm feel like i'm just scratching that thing
0: the surface of it yeah we
1: thought we took it back to the hotel room and we thought we found a bug in how the cv inputs work and he was just shaking his head like no 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 (laughs) this is how it works i'm like oh okay i didn't fucking know here's a sisex dumpster can koozie let me throw it in the pile i was like oh man great great human being i'm actually really curious about the filter he makes that discrete filter the Mm -hmm. three i don't know whichever one it is. It was like the famous MOTM format, right? right. Yeah, one. Yeah. I'd like to try it. Um, it's supposed to sound really good, but
2: I got to I got to crack into the uh
1: that ornament and crime. Oh, and that's so I've spent an embarrassing <laughs> amount of time just staring at that OLED <laughs> like fuck. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, does it Are you even listening to it right now? I'm just looking. I'm <laughs> just experiencing it, man. Just like the Lissajous waves. The um four outputs of the ornament crime going into the 352 and looking at the 3d waveform view on there that's like yeah i'm gonna (sighs) lose some time with that (laughs) i've been practicing a lot for our live set i've got coming up and uh i'm starting to learn like uh associate the visual in the 352 with what i'm trying to get back to i'm like oh i know this waveform is like it looks like this and you can save presets in the 352 which is awesome you get like eight of them or ten um so that's been super helpful for me. Mm-hmm. And I just like visually know like, oh, this is modulating this. I got to turn these modulations down to get it to look like this again. Because cool. like, I keep thinking like the, the one thing I could use is like a switch, but then I keep going back to like, I'd love a system of switches where I could just like turn this setting and it would be like, boom, now you're going here. <laughs> yeah. Now this volt per octave signal is going to this module instead of this one. Almost
2: like a, like a, like a routing board. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know what that, uh, that doesn't exist, but I'm, that's still like, how do I manage that stuff live and how can I be faster with it? Right. And that's when it leads me to like, maybe you need some switches or something yeah. to like set that shit up. What's that synth that has like the peg board? So oh, you can do the, the routing the, with
2: uh, just pegs. The synthy. Synthy, synth-y yeah. yeah. But something along those lines of just having that matrix of routing options right there and then just plugging in like a <coughs> like a telephone switchboard. Yeah,
1: if you could do that and then just hit like save and then save the yeah. preset and then pull all that shit out and start it again. That would be You guys are kind crazy. of
0: describing the uh, the matrix brood.
1: You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. We kind we of are, are, aren't we?
0: Clearly, we all need a matrix. matrix yes. <laughs> I
1: think Hinton might make that switch matrix, too.
0: 4MS had a crazy
1: matrix. Yeah. VCA matrix. Maybe that was it. So what else?
0: The uh, electron drive pedal. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. discuss that for a second.
1: And a DigiTact. You've got and, two, and two electron wow. pieces.
0: So I have two things I can bitch about. You know what, though? <laughs> you don't have an electron keychain.
1: You don't. We, Wait, have, we got what? Electron
0: keychains.
2: because the fuck? And Nobgon. They had a booth. Oh, they're metal. Out. They're real fucking nice. Oh, hell.
1: You know what? Yeah, it, it, they're pretty sweet. Oh. You really missed out. I'm I'm a little jelly
0: now. That's <laughs> what you should be. Yeah,
1: it was nice to talk to the Electron dude.
0: Yeah, super cool. What'd they have there? Did, did you guys get the fuck with the heat? Digitact, Heat, drive after look. fucking with my drive i'm still curious about the
1: heat. he said that they when he was leaving he was like all oh, the octatracks were just like on their way the octatrack mark twos
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then he said the
0: oh you have news about that by the way yeah
1: they're trig conditions which is funny because even Devin, even though he does more distributor stuff he was like oh no the codes which is what he told me in detroit last year he was like the code's full there's no room but they've mm-hmm. apparently found some room to put trigger conditions on the micro timing screen mm-hmm. which would be fine like go into micro timing and set it up like but that you know like we were saying that adds a lot to the octatrack that adds a lot yeah. especially because you can that's recording triggers too the way the octatrack works and it was immediately like
0: fuck yeah <laughs> that figures as soon as i buy a Digitech, because mm-hmm. i rolled out the mark ii octa that's what i thought then, about immediately yeah i was like, god fucking yeah. I, saw, I heard that and was like greg's gonna be pissed <laughs> yeah I'm, as soon as you told me i, was, I just shook my head it's like really like, for real? I'm, uh, as was, was it staring, like the night you got that DigiTac? Yeah. The same night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it was. For the price, I'm still happy with the Digi. Because the Mark II Octa is going to be at least double yeah, the yeah. cost yeah. of a Digi. Yeah. And right now, I'm kind of happy with the Digi. Everything that I've bitched about in previous episodes, uh, specs-wise about mm-hmm. the Digi, mm-hmm. on why I was on the fence of buying one, I still stick to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Like... Everything that I thought would bother me about it is
1: multiple outs bugs me.
0: Like yes, the it. lack of multi outs is pissing me off. What I what I have been doing is trying to split stuff off left, left and right, right. just uh, basically make, make it, it a like two. two channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pain in the ass, and I shouldn't have to do in 2017 with a fucking sampler. I mean, if you look at that though, I mean the back of the board is pretty filled in. It is.
1: Yeah, it's it's relatively small.
2: And I would have been cool with it being slightly bigger if it would have had multiple outs.
1: Yeah, even do the VGA connector, like DB twenty five yeah. or whatever, and do yeah. like make me buy a cable to have eight outs. That's fine, but like, or put just have one way. input.
0: I don't understand why there's two inputs. Yeah, you can only record in mono. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, sense. what? Yeah, I, I just stood there and I'm like, am I missing something? I'm like, why is there two inputs? Like, I I still don't understand it. Yeah, you even easily one
1: assignable mono out would have been. Great. Yeah. yeah. Compared yeah. to like the yeah, like you said, the two inputs. Like, thanks for mixing that for me. Like, I don't really <laughs> fucking need that.
0: But I do like the size about it. I feel like that's a good pro oh, yeah. for it. It's yeah. so fucking tiny, dude, because my desk yeah. is getting filled. But OS complaints, first off, the filter. It doesn't even have a band pass. And you can only oh, have yeah. low pass that. or high pass. I'm like, you can't have both. You can't squeeze a bandpass in there. Like that—that yeah. the f- that frustrates me. No EQ. Yeah, no, no. EQ. Yeah. So you're relying on the filter, which can only be low pass or high yeah. pass.
1: Which especially hurts when you don't have multiple outs. If you can't EQ
0: it internally, then you're yep. kind of yep. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I need to route this to a mixer. Oh, but I only have one <laughs> stereo. Yeah. <EQ. laughs> so yeah, that's frustrating.
1: But I—I I was. Same situation as you. That one, the second night I had it or used it, I made like ninety-five samples of like
0: yeah. gear, yeah.
1: Which like I hadn't done that in with anything for a long ass time.
0: Exactly. I haven't done that either since I used to bounce stuff out of reason. Yeah. You know, and I I, I looked at my old sample. It's been like six years since I've made a pack of drum sounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And but yeah, it was instantly inspiring me to do that. What the hell else was Bob?
1: They could spring for a few different effects.
0: Oh, polyrhythms, dude! You can't fucking do polyrhythms with it. What do you mean? Like you can't set the sequencer to be different lengths per track. Oh, you can. Yeah. Am I missing that? It? Okay. It, the it, there's do do a it?
1: when you go if you hit function and what's that far right thing track or whatever.
0: The, the the page thing? yeah function and
1: page yeah, yeah. um then it says hit function yes to split this out into multiple tracks no shit kicks you to the other screen yeah it took me a little to find that too actually totally
0: missed that that but was, it was to, bothering like, the it a shit out of me okay well that's good to know then. yeah yeah though <laughs> can you set each track to a different yeah. resolution oh
1: resu- no there are no it's one divider for everything so, so you don't global. get different
0: speeds yet. okay because I, I did like the fact that you could divide but i would like to do that on uh, per track yeah, yeah. it well, kind of kills it if so. you can't do it per track it's always yeah, something always something
1: i think i found this bug in my rhythm when i was telling this to dave um so if i have a sample on a channel and i save something i bring it back up the next day mm-hmm. sometimes the sample will be super distorted and i'm like what the hell there's no overdrive there's no filtering nothing mm-hmm. going on so i reset the sound i load the exact same sample on and then it sounds clear as day And I'm like, there's no difference between anything that I've done here. Yeah, And it only happens on certain sounds because I'm like, what the fuck is that distortion? Or it sounds like bit reduced or something, and I'm not using that. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, I mean, I kept running in the snags with the rhythm.
2: How bad were your snags? I mean, were they crashing snags or just like things weren't working 100% right or just irks?
0: both
1: had, <laughs> i haven't had any crashes I, that was a thing for I a did. while I yeah a oh, you crash, did yeah and it seemed like it was pretty prevalent for a while but it, have they fixed all those yeah, for me it hasn't crashed in years and i'm i consider that to be one of the more reliable like oh i hope they get the Digitech to be as reliable yeah. as the rhythm which i think they're getting close to right now i know some people are still having problems but i can't like i don't know some of those people are like yeah i'm not gonna upgrade the firmware because this one still works for me i'm like we're well, talking about a fucking problem. <laughs> maybe try using the latest one yeah you know, that, that makes no, that, to, that makes no sense yeah exactly That's, As a yeah. you know software developer it's <laughs> like you fucking you,
2: you know what you know what's in that new version yeah fixes for the problem fixes. you're complaining about exactly because i haven't had any problems with the jack as far as like reliability um even like the first time i like hooked up the the, the little thing to transfer samples and shit mm-hmm. i just assumed that was going to be a nightmare everything just popped up the way that i wanted to yeah so, i've uh, had
1: i've been practicing a lot using it for all the midi know. of this live set and everything and it's, it's been dead solid so
2: it, it was a little confusing again going back to like maybe it's because i haven't had electron products in the past figuring out like oh,
1: this page is where i set the channel and this page is where this oh they made it's more complicated on the digitac than it's been oh, okay on any of the other pieces because you have that pattern yeah. level mutes and right the global mutes and yeah. then chromatic and if you want to get to chromatic you have to be out of the mute pages and there are a few things like that to kind of remember
2: it, w- it wasn't the end of the world but it was one of those things where like that was the compared to the, the sampler side where i was just like oh this is super intuitive and i need to mm-hmm. go to the manual that was the first time i was like okay i need to go to the manual i need to figure this out
1: kind of pissed that they don't have the instant pattern switching from the rhythm where you could just, boom, immediately, next step, jump over to another pattern, yep. which, especially with the DigiTac being all digital, yeah. should be easier just I, to like swap that shit out. I
2: kind of was surprised, actually, because like I assumed it was going to be the opposite. Like I was going to hit pattern switch, and it was going to do it right away.
1: I hope they can add it, because at first they've been like, nope, it won't do it. And it's like, well, that's, that's on your last drum machine, and that's one of my favorite features of it. So, so But Greg, you have another piece of Electron gear.
0: Yeah, I got the uh, drive, yeah. which I like. I got it for a hell of a deal. How are you using it so far? Running modular through it, I'm mm-hmm. running the digitac through it, my other drum machines. Like okay. I've just, just been experimenting running everything through it. Like I do anytime I get a new piece of distortion gear, you know, right. I, yeah. I send everything through it and try to come up with interesting chains.
1: Does it take modular level pretty well?
0: I haven't had any problems with it. Oh, cool. Yeah, like it's definitely things definitely go through it differently. Um like, depending on the what model distortion you're using and where you have your input gain at and things like mm. that and how hot the signal is. So I'm liking it overall. Some of the different models on it are a bit, uh, I guess, redundant. Like, there's not a whole lot of deviation between some of them. There's just, like, three that really sound different from each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like them. makes me want to get a heat, <laughs> but I do not want to spend... 800 like yeah, yeah. At, wow, that's at, how much they are uh, yeah they're at like yeah. 750 plus shipping at most places yeah it's kind of insane for a distortion pedal like this is basically heat why an extra that's insane why an extra yeah. input and in envelope, envelope fuller makes it twice the price i don't understand
1: my eventide eclipse was like a thousand dollars right and that's like <laughs> an ocean of fucking yeah. facts including distortion so yeah in light of that that's that's tough
0: so, yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like a heat, I, th- I think I'm just going to be content with my drive at the moment. It's ugly. I think it looks like shit. <sighs> like, it's it's very beige. It's it looks this, like an yeah, old it's, Mac. What's, why does it have a three different stomp? One is your active, non-active. Okay. Because it doesn't have a dry, wet knob like the heat does. It, it has the on, off. For the effects, basically, no shit, no dry wet, no. So Hmm. it's a a bypass switch, and the other two are are for presets. But I have the preset mode turned off. Cycle, cycle through presets, or how's that work? Or did you just have one loaded? Yeah, cycle through. Okay. Oh, like up and back or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a knob at the top. You can disable (laughs) preset mode, and then you just freestyle it, and that's all I use because it's not complicated. If you're standing on stage, four knobs. Yeah, I guess if you're standing on stage, you want. Their guitar pattern, yeah, which I'm not doing, so. Right. But yeah, I just feel it out for what I want to do with it. and The EQ is pretty nice for helping to uh, bring out your harmonics. I guess mm-hmm. the, the the bass EQ sounds good, and the mid can be used as like a cut, basically. Like mm. you can have that cut or boost, and then you can sweep that the frequency of it. Yeah. This is a three band high, medium, yeah. Yeah, low. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I couldn't see myself wanting to run, like, the master through a heat, really. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe yeah. unless you're using it very subtly. but Which I see
1: people do, like, in, yeah. in like, at least interviews. They're like, yeah, I take this Archer track, and at the end, I run it through the heat. I'm like, oh, that's like, I'd be curious to hear the A and B of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. And see what it's putting in there.
0: But I have been, yeah, running a lot of shit through drive. I've been using it more than some of my other distortions now already. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to, because I feel like my, my review of the drive was kind of boring. I did want to talk about the 4MS STS.
2: Yeah, you had mentioned it at the last in the last podcast. Yeah, I like it?
0: it. I used it live a lot. Um, I feel like the OS still needs a lot of work. I mean, it's definitely not like Octatrack in a box or anything. What would you like to see? Simple stuff. Like the fact that when I turn it off and turn it back on, it doesn't remember what sample I was on or mm-hmm. what settings. Is that um, going to be software solvable, or is that... I think cap? so, because I actually emailed Dan at 4MS. I said, dude, I got a live set coming up. I said, is there any way to make this remember where I was? You know, a power off. And he didn't reply for a long time. And I thought he was just going to like not respond. And then the other day, he just sent me a reply saying, I hope to implement this in the future. Oh. And I said, cool, because that would be very useful. Because, like, some stuff I had, like, bank B set for like reversed mm-hmm. and things like that for the first sample that I wanted to use. Like, you know, the first song I knew that I wanted this sample and I wanted this sample and I wanted this one reversed and like I had to set that up at sound check every time and cool. when mm-hmm. I turned the modular off like after sound check and I turned it back on, I had to dial that in again real quick and I was like, shit. Overall, how many um, like button presses is that to get that set up? To get to the bank, I was in like five. That's double
2: and or there's a bass mm-hmm. when you turn it on and then I like I always know I gotta like Turns logarithmic. Mm-hmm. Turn this a sec- to bank B, but it's two seconds. Like yeah. it's not—it's not a burden. I mean, yeah. I
0: mean, it wasn't really a burden. It's just—but if there's enough of those
1: steps, you're going to forget one of them. Exactly. And that's nerve-wracking. Exactly. Yeah. For what's like a few bytes of data yeah. to store some preferences for which sample you're on and whether it's reversed or not.
2: It'd be like a bit mask. I mean, it's literally yeah. almost no data.
1: Yep.
0: I haven't used it for live recording yet, which is one of the main reasons why I thought I would like it. Yeah, but instead I've just been bouncing things to the card. I really like mm-hmm. the idea like when you first started talking about getting this
2: the idea of using it as like a like a A version a of like looper a looper type thing. a looper yeah. pedal in yeah, a modular. Yeah. and have you experimented with using it like that? Or are you just all. so into using it as a sampler?
0: Yeah, I've just been so into Having the ability to do that in my modular now without yeah. like any issues like I can just put stuff on my card Go to it trigger it the way I want it's now. Like, do
2: you think having the DigiTac and adding that into the mix is going to maybe free up bump heads or or free up the four ms to do things a little differently.
0: Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah, because I have the diginow, which is basically going to be like my sampler drum machine. Mm-hmm. STS, I plan for using weirder stuff, cool, uh, modulated, heavily modulated, sample manipulation, mm-hmm. a mangler, Um, and for long one shots like I was doing live like the choir samples and stuff that I was mangling live, that was all coming from STS. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I could have things like, you know, a rhythmic structure on the Taraz, stuff that was more freeform on top of that I was triggering with the STS mm-hmm. with weird, like, um, probability triggers coming from the uh, variegate and things like that. Yeah, that's kind of exactly
1: the split I found with the Digitact and the 301. Yeah. Especially for live use, because at first I was like, practicing and i'm like oh this 301 this is out for live like i'm gonna leave it in the case but this is way too much and i started to realize like oh you can just trigger like a long sample or like do something that's like heavily mangled get around the one lfo problem and at least like be able to throw a bunch of cv at Mm -hmm. the sampler in there so it's starting to work its way back in like in light of that
0: i did find a bug which was already patched though thankfully Mm -hmm. Um, but i didn't have time before the show to patch it so my samples kind of got rearranged Like, everything that you put on the card is color-coded. You know what I mean? Like, you name the folder, like, color whatever dash your name just so you keep track of it. And for some reason, it duplicated a couple of the folders once it, like, booted up and was reading the folders. So, like, white bank one and, like, red bank two were no longer what I named them. So, like, white bank one got duplicated. So that became bank two also. So then the rest of my color structure was fucked. So I'm like trying to memorize what samples were in what color and it had been rearranged. And I'm just like, fuck. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the banks and I'm like, this isn't making the sounds that I remember it should be making. And it was kind of. Wait, when did you discover this? Uh, the day before the show, so
2: it yeah. wasn't at the show. It wasn't like during soundtrack because that's where I would have had a. I didn't have out. time
0: to like do anything about it because it yeah. was like the night before. But yeah, like, but the very least during it was live, in. I was still trying to figure out. Yeah. All right, all right. So this isn't blue anymore. This is <laughs> purple because that comes next. And like you know, because I had wiped out all the factory shit on it. Like yeah, it comes yeah. with hundreds of samples from people like Richard Divine and even Basic has like a couple banks in there. It's, it's filled with samples, and I was like, that's great. Don't want any of this on it. Right, right, so, yeah. I just like immediately wiped it out. Wiped out the folder structure and like started creating my own, you know, color-coded folders of shit. And I was already trying to memorize all that in time for the show. And then at some point, the first bank got duplicated, and it just f- screwed my entire structure. And I, I couldn't remember what was what, oh, so I had to like shit. play it by ear live. Uh, I, was, I was like, okay, that's not the right bank. That doesn't sound right. And I'll just like bounce to the next bank. And, you know? <laughs> I know so, it's on here. Yeah, I just gotta get it's to in them. here somewhere.
2: But yeah. Well you uh you hid those seams uh really well. I did not notice that. Nor did I notice you panicking. Yeah. Frantically trying to find the next uh
0: oh god, yeah. where's it at? You you look cool as a cucumber. Thanks. It's I a weird, tried it's <laughs> weird, it's a weird expression. I mean it was all full of sounds that I would like to use live. So it's not like yeah. I was triggering like oh, this is my happy hardcore sound right. that doesn't fit here. You know what I mean? It was all yeah. stuff that could have fit into the live set anyways, yeah. so like me bouncing around with shit kinda worked out. It could have been worse than and then I came back and I saw that he had already released, I think it's version 1.02 now, which I think fixes mm. that. I, yeah, I will give Dan a lot of props for the like folder structure on there. Mm. I, I think it's kind of strange that you can only do 10 samples per bank. 10 is also weird because it's not like eight or 16. But yeah, I don't understand the, the the reason for that. Maybe just because like, it's easy to fit a resolution of 10 places on the knob. That
2: maybe yeah, it could it, be.
0: In, in my opinion though, like. Lose the knob at that point. Yeah, go yeah, with yeah. like a rotator and, yeah. and a little LED. And then you just have any is.
2: number of them. Yeah, and you know the, you know where the end's going to be, and it's going to just cycle back to zero. Yeah. And then you have like
0: a number it. reference. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been it a been much entr- nicer design. It would have increased the cost to have two LEDs. I'm sure. But yeah. I don't know. And and it would not jive with the rest of his format. Like he yeah. he's come out with a bunch of new modules that all have that like format. There, yeah, so. they're all symmetrical down the middle. Yeah. kind of thing. And it's cool. I dig it. You know, and I mm-hmm. like the fact that it's it's fairly simple to navigate. You don't have to get lost in key combos. There are some, but they're not like morphogene level yeah. confusing. Where you have two buttons to do two hundred different things. Because I remember, like that was yeah. the killer for morphogen. Like I think that's a great module and just a fucking horrible interface. <laughs> like if they would have just done a better interface with that module, I would still have one in my rack and i would be using the hell out of it but, so it's like yeah. a case study on like bad ux like people should be studying i it. mean it's make noise dude i yeah. i bitch a lot about make noises yeah, interfaces and you know. a lot of people love them so i don't want to trash it too much but yeah i feel like that module in particular extra bad yeah well I mean, it sounds like i mean a variation of that is now
2: working with this 4ms module
0: yeah yeah i I like it the sound quality is good um no complaints in that regard. And you can CV everything and do some really cool stuff with mm-hmm. it. I like it a lot. Module I built. It'll never make sound, but every once in a while I put on my headphones and I go beep, beep, boop, (laughs) boop.